0: Hey everybody, welcome to our YouTube channel. My name is Glenn Tompkins and I got another great video for you today. How about the nice update in the market today and stocks are rocking and rolling, but you want to know why? Well, this video is going to talk about some of the most prevalent stocks that are out there that are really rocking and rolling today. And I'm going to give some context behind why. If you're ready to see what this video has to offer, you sit right there hey everybody Glenn Tompkins senior instructor here at our vector vest YouTube channel and I love bringing these videos to your attention if you're brand new to the channel don't forget to hit that subscribe button hit that bell icon so that you'll be alerted to when new videos like this come out and folks we also do a lot of live streams you want to know when they come out as well all right let's get right into it great day in the market today stocks that we all know about are really rock and rolling but let's get a deeper look as to why let's get into some news that I got right here. And here we go. GameStop. Everybody knows about GameStop, especially because uh, from a retail investor, there's a lot of short float out there. And they're really trying to go after those people, those phantom shares that are out there and retail investors getting beat up by this. So this is a way to go after uh, those phantom shares, those overshorted shares, and GameStop is splitting its stock. Now, it's a little different than just a stock split where you have shares and you get four for every one that you have. And you know something that's a little different than that? This is being done in the form of a dividend. Now, normally when you get a dividend from a dividend perspective, you get cash as a way of saying thank you for owning the stock, and that cash brings down uh, the value of the stock, blah, 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 blah. Nonetheless, this is a little different. This is a dividend being given in the way of stocks. So they know how many shares are really out there and they're going to give the shares for those people who actually own the stock. Now, there's a lot of people out there that really don't own the stock and they have the short float on them. Guess what? In order for them to really show that they've got the stock, they're going to have to buy those shares back. Hopefully, it's going to be a way to pull a lot of those phantom shares out of the way so that the stock can do what it wants to do or do what it needs to do. Now let me tell you a little something about GameStop. The whole idea, the reason why the big money went after GameStop is because they were just a game. They were brick and mortar games, blah blah blah. You go buy a game, you don't like it anymore, you take it back, you get a little bit of money. And I think that big money sat back and said, Man, this is a failing thing, so we're gonna go after them and try to short them out of business. Well, retail investors said, uh-uh, enough is enough. I'm not taking that. And they they still stood up and retail investors really went after and saying, no, we're going to stand up for GameStop and we're going to buy the shares and we're going to hold them. Those are the called the apes. Those are called the diamond hands. Now, from the perspective of doing this, they've also done some things to pivot the business and make the business a lot more viable. What are they getting into? NFTs, non-fungible tokens. What are they getting into? Taking payment by way of cryptocurrency. What are they doing? Well, they're still moving more to a digital footprint, more so than just a brick and mortar footprint. So GameStop is doing a lot of the things that are needed to be done to show that they are a viable business and that people should be rewarded by owning the stock. But big money is saying, no, 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 no. We started down this path and we're going to stay down this path and we're going to keep shorting the stock and we've got the money and we're going to go after retail investors. And you know something? Retail investors are holding on in this big time. All right. And at some point in time, there's going to be a breaking point. Does the breaking point happen that retail investors say we can't take this anymore? Or does the big money say, holy smokes, I've got to provide these shares of stock that I say that I own. And if I can't, then what? So, you know something, this is going to come to a head. But I do like, I do like that GameStop is showing that they can be a viable business and that they are a viable business and that um the CEO is stepping up and saying, look at us now. So let's talk a little bit more about this. GameStop is doing a four-for-one stock split in the form of a dividend. And I think that a lot of people need to understand that. It is in the form of a dividend. So now we look at stocks um, uh, like Zim. The shipping company paid a big dividend, cash dividend, put it into your account, but there was a 25% tax on that. I was one of those people who did receive the dividend and it was a big tax on it. See, this has tax implications. If you don't take a cash dividend, you're not getting taxed on getting the stock. Now, When you do sell the stock, then that's a whole nother idea in regards to how much you have to pay. But this is a great way to get around giving out to the company or giving out to the people who own the stock, a payment of a dividend in the form of a stock and not in the form of a cash payment. And I think that's going to be really big. The stock is up. Look at that 14% as I do this video right now. That's big. And you know, when stocks split. Uh, people later after the split can come in and buy the stock at a lower price, and it tends to show that companies that do split tend to outperform over time. So this is really good for GameStop, and I think it's doing a couple of different things, bringing more people into the fold of the stock, and number two, going after all of those phantom shares, those overshorted shares that are out there to pull them out of the woodworks and possibly put some of these people, some of the people on the lower end of the total pole, possibly out of business. Another stock, AMC. AMC is also going after the short sellers. AMC jumps 13% as the CEO, hence at a pounce on short sellers. Both of these companies know that they've been overshorted over this time period, and the retail investors are coming up to bat for them, and that they're not going nowhere. They're not going to take it. Uh, AMC week-long stock dip is taking a break Thursday. Shares up almost 13% at midday following a timely tweet from CEO Adam Aaron aimed at the meme-friendly, jargon-loving retail investor base. And he said in there, your ire and anger directed at short sellers is evident. I, I hear your suggestions that we should call for more market regulation by government or that we should take more company action by issuing a cash gift card on NFT dividend. So both of these companies are going after the short sellers. And you know something, folks, um, I think right now we need to sit back, get the popcorn, put our feet up and see who gives in. And my, my money right now is going to be on the retail investors. They've shown that they've got the resolve to stand behind these two companies and make it happen. Now, on the other hand, What is AMC doing? Well, the whole idea why AMC was going down uh, during COVID is because people weren't going to the movies. Guess what? People are now starting to go back to the movies in droves. A lot of blockbuster movies are out there. People are going to the big screen to see them. In the beginning, I was thinking that, well, wait a minute, they can see these movies at home. But now- The companies like HBO are not putting them out the same time that the movies are coming out anymore, forcing people to go to the movies to see these great movies. Personally, I went to go see Top Gun Maverick. I think it's an awesome movie. One of the biggest movies that are out there right now. Moviegoers are going back to the movies, and that's a beautiful thing for uh, for AMC. They're making their theaters more comfortable for people. They're still buying up more theaters as well. They're doing everything to show that they are a viable company as well, and that the short sellers trying to put them down. Can't do it. Uh, AMC stock uh, stock is on the road to recovery. Um, the same kind of thing because of the big movies that are coming out. People are going back to the movies, driving the prices. On. Now, there is an the inflation thing. So along with inflation, ticket prices are going up. But guess what? People are willing to pay the inflated prices. To go see these movies on the on the big screen. Top Gun Maverick has earned $885 million since its May 27 de- uh, debut. Uh, Labor Day movies like Elvis, The Minions, Rise of Grood, Thor, Love and Thunder. There's a lot of movies out there, uh, with its roughly 950 theaters now available to operate at what? Full capacity for the first time in more than two years. AMC Entertainment looks to be in the early innings of a comeback that should include a rebound for the AMC stock. Both of these companies are out there rocking and rolling, doing the things they need to do to become viable companies that the short sellers just can't deny. All right, so now another stock that's on the move is Bed Bath & Beyond. Now, they got a new CEO, right? The CEO, Sue Gov, is making a big bet on Bed Bath & Beyond stock. Why? Because she purchased a lot of shares. I right, interim CEO Sue Gov buys 50,000 shares of Bed Bath & Beyond stocks. On the same day, the director, Harriet Ellman, purchased 10,000 shares on an average price of $4.94. Uh, Sue purchased hers at a uh, price of $4.61. You know, insider buying or the big money Uh, The big management buying into the company shows that they have some confidence in the company. And that should be a sense of letting the investors know that they need to, that they're going to do the right things to make the company uh, profitable. Now, in my mind, I need to know what are they doing? What are they doing different that they weren't doing before? All right. So I'm just very interested. I want to stay on this story. I want to see some of the things that they have in the pipeline to make. Uh, the store better. Personally, I like the store. It's one of my favorite stores. I go, there. you can buy some of everything in Bed Bath & Beyond. You really, really can. But what are they going to do to affect the sales? And that's going to be the important factor to me in regards to what goes on with Bed Bath & Beyond. I love that upper management is buying shares. That's a beautiful thing. They're showing that they have confidence in the company, but do the investors have confidence in the confidence that they have within the company, and that leaves uh some—we uh we need to see what goes on with that. A couple other stocks to take a look at, Rivian, right? You know I've always been hot on the EV space, but do you know when the where the rubber meets the road is if these EV companies are able to keep up with the demand, number one, because there is an increasing demand in EVs, no matter what you think about it, and uh, you can think about the cars are too expensive, the batteries, da 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 People are interested in looking at EVs because gas prices are so high. The conversations are coming to the table in regards to considering buying EVs. So my job is to let you know that these companies are on the rise, that you can take advantage of them from the perspective of making money. That's my job here. Not that you like them, not that you don't like them. All I'm here to do is tell you that these companies have a viable opportunity for helping you make money in them. Rivian, 25,000 EVs this year, and they're on track to, to do that. So is the rubber meeting the road? Are they putting the cars out? And the answer is that they're hitting the quotas, the numbers that they thought that they were going to hit. And you know, let's see if it gets better from here. This is just quarter two output. And then last but not least, Tesla. Tesla sold 78,000 China-made vehicles in June. Look at that, up 142% versus May. Talking about the rubber meeting road, talk about meeting demand and putting the cars out there. Any EV company that's worth its weight in salt has got to put the vehicles on the road. Now look at Ford. Ford has got the Ford Lightning out there and they sold a whole bunch of cars. Well, are they putting them out there yet? We'll see. They're probably selling some, but are they going to keep up with their intended quotas in regards to uh, the producing the vehicle for the people who bought them? All right, so last but not least, let's go take a look at these stocks uh, on in the program. I'm not going to even look at the graphs. All I want to know, I'll let you know that these companies were big movers today. I wanted to give you some insight as to why they were moving, especially looking at GM, uh, GME, looking at AM, see Tesla, Bed Bath & Beyond, I'm missing one, which was, it? oh, it was Rivian, R-V-I-N, oops, sorry, R-I-V-I-N, there it is, Rivian Auto, uh, if you look at every one of these companies were up nicely today, uh, Rivian was only up about 7%, Tesla. Tesla's a big company, was only up about 5%, but if you look at GME, up over 15%, look at AMC, up over 15%, look at Bed Bath & Beyond, up over Uh, pushing 20%. That's the reason why I wanted to bring these stocks to your attention. I don't even want to look at the graphs today. I wanted to show you the stocks that everybody else is talking about, but I wanted to give you the backstory behind each and every one of them of why they are moving. So folks with that, this video is over and until the next time, see ya.